This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 11, episode 40. This is Writing Excuses, drama as elemental genre. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. And I'm Dan. And we are tweaking this one a little bit. Um, We are going to define genre in this specific instance as dealing with a character's journey and transformation. Now, a lot of dramas are going to cover multiple characters doing this. But for our elemental genre, we want this to be the genre where we talk about how someone changes. Uh, the big example that Mary brought up in our kind of brainstorming and talking about this is King Lear. King Lear is the story of King Lear's descent into madness um, and how he transforms as a character in a tragic way through the course of the story. Yeah, and, and also how that transformation affects everyone yes. around him. Yep. And I think that that is one of the key things with drama yep. as opposed to a lot of other things, a lot of the other things, yeah. like a, a relationship affects those two characters. Yes. A drama affects everybody. It does, mm-hmm. very much so. And you're kind of focusing on something is changing or has just changed, and how is this, how does this affect the people around them? Yeah. And, I mean, we, we talk about this in terms of, of fiction, but yes. you also know there's a person in your life that you think, oh, such a drama queen. Yeah. And and it is because that that personal... Change that mm-hmm. personal descent is affecting everybody else. Yes, most definitely. Um, I really like drilling in on this idea because a lot of books are really about someone's transformation. And let um, me give let me let me give the listeners a quick out. Uh, it is very easy for you to take issue with the fact that yeah. our definition of drama is not your definition of drama. Mm-hmm. And it's let's it's, use let's use the word drama. For these purposes, right. as the hook for character transformation, we are talking about the element of yeah. character transformation, and we're calling it drama. And we've done this with all of them, and we talked yeah. at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. that these definitions will not line up with classical definitions of genre, because we want to we want to talk about what drives a story in a very specific way. Um, and these are stories that are driven by one person's transformation. Yeah. Coming of age stories coming of age fall stories. into this category. Yep, um, descent into madness, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Anything where a character learns something, they become a better person, and where that, that is the main stuff. driving exactly. force right. for you continuing to read the book. Yeah. Well, and that that is why, for example, uh, here's another thing people might argue with us: uh, the original Battlestar Galactica, I would call an adventure story, mm-hmm. whereas the reimagined one is absolutely a drama because uh-huh. the focus of the storytelling is on the characters changing. Yep. Yeah, I, I can agree with you. Know. the Cylons. <laughs> <laughs> Only some. <laughs> and I would say most of the television genre of drama, where they categorize it as drama, has real elements of this too. Mm-hmm. What, who are these people? How are they changing? Um, relationship totally is also a valid way that you would look at this, but um, I would say that some of the great stories ever written Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, um, and all of these great characters are powerful characters because it is the story of their transformation. Yeah. And, and I want to say that one of the things that, that will happen a lot with drama is that that initial transformation mm-hmm. is going to be a downhill slope. Yeah. Often. Yeah. 
um, that that it starts, things get worse and worse and worse and worse. But just because they get worse and worse and mm-hmm. worse in a drama, something that is, is dramatic, right. doesn't mean that you have to have a tragic ending. Yeah. Well, we... We don't tend to think of dramas as fitting into the epic archetype, Mm -hmm. but that's exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You have this crossing of the threshold and descent into hell, and then eventually an apotheosis where you become better, you have changed in some way. Exactly. Um, And in a lot of ways, like you mentioned the Greek journey there, that's what all of these were. In fact, this is what almost all Shakespearean tragedies were with the tragic ending. Um, was this, here is this person, we're going to show how they transform in that effect on, say, you know, the House of Denmark and things like that. And I think that one of the things that that the reader is signing up for when they're Mm -hmm. looking at this this transformation uh, is is actually the, to use another classical term, the catharsis. Mm Mm-hmm. That that you are signing up, and the reason it, it is about the personal that we're saying that this is the the main driver, is that that connection to the character who is going through the transformation, experiencing that with them, that cathartic experience, that is what you're signing up for. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because when we first introduced the elemental genres, uh, uh, one of the uh, one of the commenters was like, "Well, where's the element of catharsis?" Catharsis isn't an element. Catharsis is a component. And here it is a component of the element of drama. You don't have elemental drama unless you have the, unless you have the catharsis. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, You mentioned that a lot of these stories have a downward slope at the beginning, um, which I absolutely agree with. How do you as a writer make it so you can have a downward slope without turning the reader away from the character or from the story? I think that it's with the, a sense of progress. Okay. Um, and and again, you know, looking at King Lear, mm-hmm. the sense of progress is not a happy sense of progress. Right. But you, you see the characters making attempts to deal with the situation, and none of the attempts work. Right. Yeah, the, the, we've already got a name for that tool. It's the try-fail cycle. Yeah. Um, and we're applying it to whatever it is that is making this character become something else. As they, as they try whatever, as they fail, they are transformed. With each iteration of the try-fail cycle, they are transformed. And as we empathize with their efforts, we follow them through the transformation, and we will follow them down. And when they try and begin succeeding... Uh, we will we will follow them back up. If you can build a good try-fail cycle, you can make this work. Well, and this is a genre that is so character-focused, and you have to make sure there is a good character at the heart of it. Yeah. Uh, the movie, As Good As It Gets, with Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson, mm. he's a deplorable person, yes. but he's a very entertaining person. Right. And so this journey, as he kind of learns friendship and learns how to be a better man, we're with him even through that initial downward slope because he's funny and he's biting right. and he's sarcastic and we like him. Well, that plays into learning why people are turning the page of your book. What is drawing them through it? And with that, I would say it's page by page, entertaining, interesting character. So the, the whole competence level mm-hmm. on him is just through the roof. Mixed in, in certain ways. He's certainly incompetent <laughs> in other ways. Mixed with a trajectory, mm-hmm. um, a sense of progress, 
that looks like a downward, well, it is a downward slope at the beginning, but Mm -hmm. then it turns into a relationship story as the story progresses where you say, oh, he needs these other people. It's really a drama with subset relationship, but he needs other people. He can't just be alone in his room. And we accept that. And so we feel this catharsis by the end of it. I think it's worth noting that, uh, that some of our favorite dramas some of the ones that have been the most successful are ones in which other elemental genres right. are playing strong supporting roles. Relationship is super common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but humor is also, mm-hmm. I mean, as good as it gets, relationship, humor, and drama are our, our key elements. Yep. No, and I, the thing about the elemental genres is that you'd be hard-pressed to find a story that is only one of these. Once mm-hmm. in a while you can. I, I do believe that, uh, that um, oh, Christmas, what is, the Ebenezer Scrooge story. Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. I, I couldn't remember the second word. <laughs> I do believe that's probably just solely a drama. Um, but It has it, funny stuff in it. I don't know got, if I'd say yeah. humor as a subgenre, but though. Yeah. At the same time, it's going to be very hard to pull out most stories and say yeah. it's only it's, one. It's well, horror I, as a subgenre. Oh, yeah, it's horror as a subgenre. Totally. Yeah. You're totally right. But I, I would I would say that that is definitely true when we're talking about long form. Yes, yeah, short, in short form. form it, in short form, you will frequently find something yeah. that is is just, just. And one thank thing. you for reminding me again that stories it's shorter short than four hundred thousand words exist, <laughs> and <laughs> novels of forty thousand words exist. I'm still very proud of the fact that I did once manage to teach you to write a four thousand word story. I yeah yeah I did write one. One. Yep, one. I, I have I, written one. I'm, I'm very proud of that. Yep. One you character, expanded into one something scene, <laughs> one event, and done. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, let's stop for our okay. book of the week. Let's stop for our book of the week. Dan, you're going to tell us about Ink and Ashes. Yes, Ink and Ashes by Valin Mayatani is a great book that I recommended to Brandon mm-hmm. a month or so ago. And he really liked it, so yay. Um, it is a uh, young adult contemporary novel, mm-hmm. kind of thrillery, yep. uh, about a, a Japanese-American girl who realize, f- discovers this secret past that her father has and kind of delves into it. Um, really great storytelling, really great character and... Uh, pacing. The pacing is excellent in that is. book. It has won more awards by itself than my entire career combined. Mm. And it's only been out for, you know, a year or so. So really great stuff. Ink and Ashes by Valin Mayatani. Highly recommended from both of us. All right. So let's talk about, oh, go ahead. I wanted to say before we totally left the subject of mm-hmm. that, you know, initial downslope, yep. 
the reason that that exists in a drama story, as we're defining it, is that the character has to be broken down mm. so that then mm-hmm. he or she can rebuild themselves. Right. And so I think that that's also a part of what will keep the reader hooked during that initial part is because of that kind of painful deconstruction. Right. Trajectory you know, is interesting, even if it's downward trajectory. Yeah. yeah. And so we're watching this person. We're watching the initial state that they are in and that they like start to fall apart. And, you know, we, we kind of sympathize with that. And, and we want to watch, we want to see them fix that problem. Well, that I, plays exactly into what I was going to ask, which is what are the beats for a good story, character arc story like this? And one of them definitely is the, the kind of tearing down at the beginning. The showing, it, sometimes it's very quick, sometimes it's a little slower, but showing this is what's broken in their life. This, mm-hmm. is, this is where that hole is. I, I actually think that this is one of the places, I mean, yes, we, we, yeah. we need to show what's broken, mm-hmm. but a lot of times with drama, you have to show what isn't broken. Yes, you're right. Um, and, I mean, again, using King Lear as an yeah. example, this is the king, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it is that moment of decision, that, that moment where he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing. And even after his daughter's like, you shouldn't do this thing. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm going to do this thing. Um, and you should not tell me not to do this thing. In fact, you are, you are exiled or disinherited yeah. or whatever he does to her. Yeah, and it, it, is, it is very much, and, and again, you're, you're mm-hmm. right. You do not have to spend a lot of time. Like, please do not spend a third of the novel showing us how wonderful their life is. Yes. But you do need to have a little bit of what their life was so that you understand what they're losing. And I would say on, since we're talking about beats, another thing you need is you need that seed that they're capable of this, mm-hmm. that there is something in them um, that can go wrong for King Lear or that can go right even yeah. as you are breaking them down. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, they've got it. I, I believe and have hope that this person can become the person they need to be. And you, you, you do that through subtle cues. You show that there's some, some capacity that needs to grow, but there's a spark there. You show through tone the no, state that you want them to be in at the beginning or at the end from the beginning. This isn't a beat. It's a tool. Uh, if there is a character in the story who looks like or who exemplifies one of the attributes that will save our character so that you can show us mm-hmm. what that looks like and and place it out of reach. The, you know, the reader can see it, but but our main character is, is not there. But it's a way for you to tell us that that exists, that that might be the solution to the problem. Uh, the You're not defining our character in terms of the people who are around him. You are you are teaching us how to define them. I, I, wa- I wanted to say quickly that not all of these stories require those kinds of flaws. Right. One of the flavors of this, like we said before, is the coming-of-age story, mm-hmm. which more often than not is about a relatively innocent child kind of weathering external obstacles and becoming better for it. And so they don't necessarily have... Their only flaw you know, in that case is ignorance. Yeah, yeah. and naivety, that kind of thing. Yeah, um... One of the things that I was thinking of was um, as as a piece Mm -hmm. that you need at the beginning or a piece that is useful at the beginning with drama is that there is often in a drama, as we are defining it, a foreshadowing of the failure state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and and, uh, 
with uh, with coming of age stories, there's usually the kid, you know, the stories about the kid who did not survive mm-hmm. this this transformation. Um, King Lear, you you, you know, you, you have the fool actually as yes yes as foreshadowing. You totally um, do. Daredevil, I would argue that that Kingpin represents the foreshadowing of in, in the, the the television mm-hmm. series, the foreshadowing of where Daredevil could wind up. Well, mo- I mean, that's the same thing with Batman. Most of the villains yeah. represent the darkness inside of him. That if you know, he were to fall, that's where he would be. Yeah, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. Let's go ahead and give some homework. Mary, you're going to give us some homework. Yeah. So we've been talking about the foreshadowing of failure state, and frequently in dramas, you have a character who represents that failure state. Uh, we, you know, we talked about the fool. We've we've talked about the you know the, the dropout druggy kid in the the coming of age stories. So what I want you to do is I want you to look at something that you've recently written and go back and insert a character. Make them integral. Mm-hmm. Insert a character who represents the failure state for your protagonist. Excellent. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre. They also run the annual Locus Awards, a top-tier award that recognizes new, diverse, and excellent voices in speculative fiction. They tell the storyteller's stories through author interviews, book reviews, curated reading lists, international industry news, obituaries, and more. Locus has meant a lot to me, both personally and professionally. In my career, I've been interviewed by them, and I've also turned to them as a source of understanding who is involved in the industry. Locus is holding their annual fundraising drive to keep their doors open, lights on, and future bright. I'll be contributing to their crowdfunding campaign by donating a cutscene, some original art, and a couple of other things like... Do you want to do a one-on-one chat with me? So join me in supporting Locus.